0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled dot lcom slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: We have some interesting fab to talk about. We have a long suspension to talk about. All coming up next on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Happy Sunday night, everybody! Welcome to the Roadwire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Thanks for joining us, whether you're doing it live or on the audio version. We really appreciate that. If you could please rate review the podcast, we also appreciate that. It goes a long way so towards helping us out, help people find the podcast, all very good things. I am Scott Jenstad, joined as always on Sunday nights by Jeff Erickson. Jeff, how are you uh, tonight?
2: I'm good. I'm really good, uh, despite being super frustrated on Friday. I'm I'm at Universal with my nephews and being a good uncle uh, and. You know, losing arguments about whether to wait in the line or not—I lost that <laughs> that sunk the sunk cost. Uh, wait, you got you got out
1: of the line, right?
2: Eventually, uh, uh, those I, I, I rides,
1: did... those rides never fix themselves fast.
2: No, except well, here, wait, what, here's what ride? Thing. First of all, it was a Transformers ride.
1: Uh, it's a good ride.
2: It's a, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, earlier in the day, Harry Potter was down, so we went across to the Hippogriff ride. In the middle of the Hippogriff ride, it was down for like three minutes, but they fixed it really quick. All right. Um, so we had a little bit of history there. We get out of there. We timed Harry Potter perfectly. Oh, nice. Walked right through. Literally, they had just opened it back up. Like it took us five minutes to get on. By the time we finished the ride and walked out, it was out the out of the uh, attraction, down the hill. It was like a sixty minute wait. So we 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 were already feeling pretty good about ourselves. Did uh, a pretty relatively short Jurassic World ride. I love that ride uh did a couple on the mummy underrated ride i think the mummy's cool um and then we then we get to transformers we wait 20 minutes 10 of which we're not moving at all and we fly through the first 10 minutes and then we just stop then we get the announcement like yeah okay well we had good luck earlier yeah I, i was like i but the fact is they said indefinite that was the that was the key phrase um anyways Found out, so wasted 45 minutes there, didn't get to go on the ride, and it was kind of a downswing after that is for, in terms of our luck. And then I get the news on Tatis. Did you did, I, there's did, a point? Did, did, to get was, in it, there. was
1: it my text or did you see it before that?
2: I, I saw it right about the, I got uh, a push from ESPN and Fox and yeah. all that on my phone right about the same time. Like, uh, yeah. really? You, you know, were, we're just we're on the precipice of them coming back. Yep, no, and as I tweeted out, don't this is why you don't do celebratory. Oh, I was the last one to. Uh, yeah, it trapped Tatis in the main event tweets. I mean, that team is viable too. It's in fourth place, and you know it, it's smelling distance of money in that one there. If we had used any, gotten anything out of that eleventh round spot, you never know. Yeah. And not to mention, I would have taken another middle infielder sooner. You know, and think you know instead of thinking about that. I mean, the only good thing I I can say about that league, at least the middle infield slots, is I do have Josh Rojas and that stash. Wait, that, that waiting yeah. for that stash worked out.
1: It's funny because we the your Tatis pick it was like it was out after the break and in, in the main event. And I asked you it, should I
2: do it? It's in The main event you. in
1: Vegas, you get like mm-hmm. a ten minute break between the tenth and the eleventh round. So we're kind of everybody kind of walks around, everybody you know uses the bathroom, comes back, everybody's looking at the boards, and we we talked. We're like, if Tatis is still there, it's been the latest he's been there. And I was like, I think I'm not a stasher, but I think you have to do it at this point. With the thought that like worst case we're in our heads was like June 15th. I know and we're on know. August 15th. That a he hasn't played yet physically, and now we get this like. Um, it's uh, it, it's it's crappy. How do you feel about it from kind of a a baseball angle? Because I think it's 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 a, it's a really bad one. Because this is like face of baseball ish kind of guy, um, fun. Everybody loved him. Everybody loved watching him. You get something that you get the motorcycle thing, and then this like this is I mean talk about a, the the star on this guy getting getting uh, you know dimmed. It's really terrible. badly. It's it's really bad. As as someone who loves baseball, loves the sport, and loves the young players in the sport, and all, I hate when people are like oh baseball's dying. There's no one good and young. I'm like dude, you there's a line of people that are great and young. And he was at the top of that top of that line.
2: Yeah, he, he's super fun, etc. I mean, I was already annoyed because you know the, how he got hurt, you know, yeah. reckless on a motorcycle. And when they asked him, like he kind of hit it witch crash, <laughs> uh, like one wasn't enough. Um, you know, the thing is in his, his his excuse that it was like ringworm medication, it was off just a little bit, and all that. it just smelled funny? And yeah. to to like the Padres' credit, they're not buying it let alone the rest I, of baseball. I was surprised how strong AJ
1: Preller's comments were. Like I know he may, teammates he, yeah, he may think that, but like guys don't actually come, usually come out and say that, especially against a, a like legit superstar franchise player.
2: Yeah. Um, and I, you know, honestly, I, I'm just not, I, I, I'm not buying what he says to say on that. And not I'm either. frustrated, you know, it, it's, you know, people do grow up and I, Sure. I don't know him personally. I don't, I can only know what I've heard secondhand. It sounds like he needs to grow up and he will hopefully, uh, and hopefully sooner rather than later. But yeah, this is, this is frustrating. Now, next year, you got to make this decision. Uh, but the other thing is they're talking and Preller is even talking like, well, now we're going to, we're going to dig into the wrist. We're going to dig into the shoulder. Because remember, the shoulder is still never yeah. repaired, too. He's
1: never had surgery on that shoulder. It's always been rest and rehab and all that. Yeah. I mean, my next question I was going to ask you he's missing 30, the first 32 games of next year. So that uh, takes him down to what, 130 max?
2: Well, less playoff games that they play.
1: Does that go count against it? Yeah, it does. Oh, I didn't know it did. Okay. So he's going to, let's just call it the first month just to be. Just right. To it's be, still, uh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a, a, a chunk of the season, three, you know, four weeks of the season. Where do you think he goes in the main event next year?
2: God. Uh, well, this is one thing I had, uh, Rob DiPietro, Deadpool hitter, hitter on the podcast Thursday. They're doing a um, uh, first six rounds of a DC on Wednesday <laughs> oh, and amazing. it will count for 2020. Oh, I like that it, it counts. Yes. It's not a mock. It's a right. first six rounds. So I bet you we do not hear his name in the first six rounds.
1: I bet you we hear his name.
2: You think we do. Yeah. All right. I, I, I well, let me, like I'll a, rephrase then. I would not utter said name in the first six rounds. Nor would I, um, I, I
1: think he's a. Like, if I just just say he's looking healthy in spring training, gonna miss, th- let's just call it 30 games. Um, I think his ADP is about 50.
2: Yeah. And I, I really thought that I would, yeah, that I could see it, but I'm not gonna do it. Uh, there's, gonna be, I, gonna, be that, there's kinda, gonna be someone
1: that does it before me in every draft.
2: I was, that's what I said about Tatis, though in March before the main, and right. nobody did it. Nobody, so did I did it. the no. damn thing, and now it did me. Um, and, I won't be doing it again. I, I had religion on stashing and then I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really know what religion meant. Uh and
1: so then if he's there and he sneaks into the sixth, seventh round of your draft, you no. there's, there's gotta be a point to do it.
2: Walk out of the room. Discard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, in an auction, just walk out of the room. No, you know the thing is yes, somebody will get a windfall. You're not responsible for stopping every windfall from happening, right. though, especially in baseball. Yep. Especially in baseball.
1: Yeah, I think there's someone in the, some of the chat. Lloyd was saying, uh, no way pass. I think there's a lot of people that'll be like, you know, 50-ish, no way pass. But I think there'll be someone that's going to see. I mean, he was the number one number one or number two pick would healthy. Like, this is a guy that is an uber star. I mean, projections are going to be still really, really, really good. I mean, the guy was 42-25 last year in 130 games. So that's 130 yeah. games. That's what he could potentially play next year. He goes to 42-25. He's a first-round value. Like, who knows where to get? He hasn't played. It'll be a year and a half now uh but i think someone's going to see that someone's going to talk up into 2021 line they're gonna see exactly 130 games and be like yeah fourth round i'm doing it
2: yeah and i i can see the logic and you know there there's a lot of facts that we don't have right now are they actually going to do something about the shoulder yeah if so what what does that do to his timeline when you know and when do they do it do i do it now i mean it should it should yeah they should yeah, do and my and
1: my fiftieth is you know he's playing in spring training. He looks like Fernando Tatis, and I think that's that'll be about the range if he does. I mean, honestly, yeah, and- there's a lot of things that go wrong between now and then, but looking good, looks healthy. I think people look at that 21-21 line, just be like, that's what we get, and they're going to go from there.
2: Yeah, it, it might even be sooner. I mean, we we yep. all saw how because look at the Ronald Acuna experience, and we saw that how he got was getting pushed up to the end of the first round, beginning of the second round. By the time we got to late late main event season, and. You know, we sh- we should talk about Acuna because he's been, not it's hitting It's been as a
1: well. weird. It's been a weird ride. Like he yeah. is, he is running a ton. He has he has thirty two stolen bases. Yeah. He has twenty five successful. But he got what well, he has not ten home. He hit one. He had one the other days. He has ten home runs and twenty nine RBIs.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, I, I was aggressively wrong. I, I had the whole super cut from uh, Sirius XM. He won't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to draft him this early because I don't think he'll be able to run. Oops. Yeah, I was super That's wrong. However, all of he's done. But the problem is he's not hitting for power. His ISO is way down. He's missing games here and there. You know, in the Mets think- series, he looked very ginger, and then yep. turned around and like hosed a guy today. That was pretty awesome. And or was it maybe it was yesterday they did that against the Marlins? That was but, a
1: freaking cannon, by the way.
2: Yeah, it was, and I, I, that's like, what,
1: I get it throughout, but it was like turn and spin and throw. I was like oh my god.
2: Yeah, and I think he homered yesterday. Yeah, he and homered. yeah, and. Of course you know, it was they played had the a
1: Homer in the first game and then sat the second game whatever it was
2: but yeah and the yeah, Marlins announcers it. are like, well this is a can of worms but you can't let him dig in and all that because they plunked him so many different times yeah. and I'm like guys just stop. I mean, yeah, he, it wasn't.
1: He took about, about an hour to go the bases, but him and the him and the Marlins, that's going to happen every time.
2: Well, and he should do that. Yeah, I mean he's I been no plunked problem. so many times. But you know, the Marlins announcers talking about that is nowhere near as bad as anything the Cleveland Browns have said lately. But okay, moving on from that can of worms. Moving, oh, on, man. moving on, moving on,
1: That's a that's a can of worms I want no part of right now.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I think Garoppolo is their quarterback by the end of the week.
2: I think that September first is a big deal because of the finances, but you're probably I think, right. I think Maybe.
1: Garoppolo's a Brown by the end of the. By the time we talk next week, I think Garoppolo's a brown.
2: It yeah, might be right. I, I, I think yeah. he's
1: getting a gear, and I think they're going to make the trade.
2: Yeah.
1: Why'd you open up the can of worms?
2: Um, <laughs>
1: so we, we talked about the Tatis, yeah. Tatis, and the Padres. Man, the Dodgers. This team is insanely good. I know they lost it. They got shut out by uh, by by Singer. Like he, I'm talking about guys pitching well, but the Dodgers about yep. twelve in a row coming in. Um, they just, this team is just unbelievable. You look at it, and like the one weakness might be the bullpen, but there was, there was some stuff on Twitter. I was going back and forth talking to Somebody like they have eight starters. Like three of those guys are going to the bullpen in the playoffs. Like their yep. bullpen suddenly going to get really good. If they throw Dustin May in there, he's coming back this week. He's coming
2: back as a starter. So I was reading yeah. about that and you know how they sometimes have had a starter go, you know, they've all, not sometimes, almost always have had a starter go into the bullpen for the playoffs as Urias right. for that, uh, you know, Maeda and it's worked really well. I was reading, um, think it was jp hoonstra who was saying that it won't that won't be dustin may they don't really? want to do that with him um because he's coming back they don't want to like they want him to be on a regular time frame uh he had an immaculate may had an immaculate inning today by the way in his rehab outing and oh he's na-
1: there's he's like when you talk nasty he's the legit like the last the first one was that six weeks last year the dude was awesome before he got hurt um, I just don't know who he starts in front of in the playoffs. I mean, it depends if they, I guess if they throw Tyler Bueller, Anderson, if they throw Bueller in the bullpen, then that's the big, that'd be the big difference. Cause
2: Snap call Tyler Anderson. But Arias,
1: um, Arias, sure. Kershaw, Bueller, Gonsalin is four, and you only need four in the playoffs.
2: Do you think Kershaw's going to be ready?
1: That's, I mean, that, there's there's two question marks there. there's Kershaw and there's Bueller. Um, yeah. If it were me and I'm running the team, uh, Walker Bueller stone, the seventh and eighth inning for me in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think that's not I don't know if he's gonna be
1: okay with that, but like if I could pick and choose, I think that uh, I'd rather ramp him back up for like big, like hard two-inning stints like that rather than try and ramp him all the way up to be a starter. And I think he can be nasty in that role.
2: Right. And then you're gonna get uh, Trinan back maybe in September, you're gonna get all back maybe next week. Yep. Um, it, it, it's and nuts. I, how much I still don't. Anyway. I
1: still don't feel good about a one-run lead with Kimbrell coming out. You know, like the No, I, I was gonna
2: say when yeah. when people say there's a problem in the bullpen, it, there's a problem with Craig Kimbrel. Yeah. Gave up another homer today to our man Vinny P, who had a very nice yeah, week, he had a big week. Yeah, n- n- well timed too. I really needed that. Yeah. Um, but uh the thing is, Justin May. So I think he's available in almost every main event. However,
1: uh, I, th- I think it's actually every. I think I looked it up. I think it's. I think it is every single one.
2: And. You can't pick him up until he nope. actually pitches. So selfishly, I, I'm running pretty low on Fab. I want him to pitch on Sunday next week and not Saturday. Uh, I so want.
1: he's not available for another week?
2: Yes, that's right. Very selfish of me because I'm not going to be able to afford him. So uh, you, I, hope, I what do you,
1: him. you want like a rain out there somewhere? Or what do you hope? Just a change? Well, because change it, it was
2: kind of like un, it was kind of uncertain. Is he going to come back Saturday? Or is he going to come back Sunday? They said over the weekend, right? Uh, I, I think, I mean. Yeah, there might be at least in the main events. I don't think I'm going to be able to get them, but uh, we'll, you'll, we'll you'll
1: see. know you'll know your season was meant to be if we have a rain out in Los Angeles next Saturday.
2: Yeah, yeah. Good luck on that one there. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, the thing I, is, uh,
1: I I bid this week with Dustin May in mind next week.
2: That makes sense. That, that, that really makes sense. I knew in one of my two main events, it didn't matter what I did this week because right. I, I I wasn't getting them, and plus I needed I I. I've, I've got a six win league, a six win lead in my league. So um, as as much as another great starter is always awesome to have, it's not what I really need. Uh, I needed closing help and I got that, but uh, you know, it's going to be the last biggest big bit out there, I think.
1: Yeah. And that's a good segue. And I was going to ask you a little about strategy kind of these last seven and a half weeks. I mean, you said it best, like it's not only attacking categories, but it's using your fab to attack things you need. I have one, just an example, I have one league where I have a ton of offensive pitching to struggle. I have a league where I have a ton of pitching and the offense is struggling. Like, I am not spending money where I'm where I'm strong. I mean, I'm, right. I'm bolstering, I'm making sure I have a good lineup. There's going to be guys down the bid, you know, maybe I'll, you know, four or five bucks on that I think are going to help me out. You always, always want to bolster your strength, but like, I'm saving my money to make sure that I can I can throw it all at the categories and stuff I need because that's these last eight weeks. That's, that's what it's all about.
2: It is. It really is. And uh, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I you know, it, you know, you really need to dig into your categories. Not just see where you're doing well yep. and do where you're doing poorly, but where can you gain points? Where, where is it realistic that you can gain? Where do you where do you have to protect your flank too? Uh, like you can't just give like say, oh, I don't, I can't gain anything in stolen bases. You could lose three points in stolen yep. bases. You got to look at that that aspect of it too. Do I need to protect? It's a
1: really good point because a lot of times I'll look and be like, oh, 13 points, I'm good. And then I realize there's four teams that are one stolen, one or two stolen bases behind me. I'm like, that's a big chunk of points right there. So just because yeah. you have a 13 somewhere doesn't mean that you're you're good to go there. But let's jump into uh, Week 20. I can't believe it's Week 20. That's crazy. This season is flying. Um, look at some good offensive schedules. There's some teams. Uh, the Mets have eight games this week. The the surging really playing well, Mets. Um, they have four at Atlanta, four at Philly. Talk about a great week for baseball right there.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it really is. It's massive on the road, too. Yep. This is traditionally when the Mets falter. Yeah, but it is. I, I just don't feel that from them this year. I feel like they're legit. I mean, they've, they've come up huge in some series lately. I mean, winning four out of five against the Braves last week, yeah. a week ago, was just massive. And it was um, only two
1: games against the Yankees, but winning both of those always means something, and especially for them and in New York, that was, that was big. But it was it, a it perfect was
2: week for the Mets. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, it was, other than being not, like, mathematically perfect, it was, you know, it was – an ideal weekend for them.
1: And DeGrom just looks filthy right now. I mean, just looks insanely good. I mean, I know it's only six, six innings and 75 pitches or 20 batters or like the dude is just unhittable.
2: Yeah. Uh, Someone
1: asked in the chat, if they can cut Tim Anderson. My answer would be yes. hundred yeah. percent. He's out, he's out six weeks. We're looking at, you're looking at maybe getting a week or two and uh, I'd, I'd cut him a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, so the Mets have eight games. Four Atlanta, four Phillies. Really, really fun. The 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 Philly or the Braves kind of uh, you know move their uh, pitching rotation around a little bit. So they have Spencer Strider to go against the Mets. So that's going to be fun tomorrow. You that Strider, Morton, uh, Oda we don't know about Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright was bumped. Uh, he has a bit of an ar- bit of arm fatigue, um, so he's going to maybe pitch later in the week, but won't pitch at the start of the week. But you got Carrasco, Scherzer, and Degrom in that series against Atlanta too. I mean, this is going to be a fun four gamer.
2: Yeah, um, and, and, you know, and they don't face Bassett and who who is actually pretty darn good in his own right but he yeah. you know he just finished his start just now cuz he's very slow it's a joke <laughs> uh but it was funny the uh it it I love the Mets. The SNY crew is just so good. They're talking. I just I love just, listening to those. I guys. love
1: how much they've leaned into the Edwin Diaz stuff too. Like, they don't yeah. get a commercial. They just like, you know what? This is cool. People like it. Let's just make sure that we get production value out. They, they're leaning right into it. They're not talking during it. It's been great. Like, as I think we talked about last week, but like at the point where the Mets are up and going the night, like I go inside and tell my wife to go watch just because she loves it. Like, it, that's that's great. Like, it's just, you don't it get slaps that very often. Every single it just, time. Anyway, it just, it just, it just really works. It's fun. I
2: love what they did over the weekend where they have them in the bullpen it's black and white as soon as he steps on the field it becomes color it's
1: just <laughs> they're just they're leaning awesome. all the way in there it's great it's what yeah people love it like let's have some fun it's a sports like we should we should have fun with this stuff
2: so. yeah and it, it's crazy because uh you know mets fans yes mets fans about 16 months ago had they felt oh, about edwin Diaz. there's a lot
1: of there's a lot of edwin Tiaz tweets out there that people are hoping don't get found
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah there's um, a lot of
1: there's a lot of he's the worst he needs to be out i mean he he haven't bought a home runs but and not only, that, not only with the entry, like every time he comes in, he's nasty too. He struggled a little bit. I like, think it was last night, like put a couple guys on, but like the yeah. fact that we could say he struggled a little bit and still didn't give up any runs tells you all you need to know right there.
2: Yeah, and it's against the Phillies who, you know, they're, you know, a, a good lineup yeah. too, and so they're battling him. And granted, it was without Schwarber. Um, Schwarber, uh, you know, this, this is kind of an underrated thing to kind of watch for this week with him. might so be a tough decision whether or not to start him. Uh...
1: It's a calf, right? And he pinch hit Saturday, and then sat. So he sat two days, but he pinch hit one day. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, calf injuries great. are nasty. Yeah, at least he's not a speed guy, but still needs to plant and swing, and that's uh, that's never great there. But yeah, he's
2: no. got some speed. He has some stolen bases this he's year. How many stolen bases? Yes. He's he got actually like has six. Some? six. Yes, I really. want to say it's
1: six. I will double. admit that I uh, I regrettably do not have him anywhere after having him everywhere the last couple of years. You're right. He has six after one. One in 2021, one in 2020. He has six this year. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's quiet about him though. And I, I always forget he's only hitting
2: 211. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. He, he had 265 last year.
2: Yeah. So it could be even better, but I think you'll take that trade off of 71 runs, 69 yeah. RBI and 34 homers Oh, where and he was, six stolen yeah, bases.
1: Where he was drafted. like yeah, You're giving me that all day, but the 211 is uh, a little lower. And every time I look at him, I'm always a little surprised by it. I know he had a, I get a really bad, July. I think it's like a buck twenty-five in July. So that probably was
2: because his hot streak was two months long. It was May and June yeah. this year. Uh, he still got a three fourteen on base because of it. he's walked fifty-nine times. So he's not hurting the Phillies at all. That's for sure.
1: We had a question in the chat from Lloyd. Are uh, you starting Strider and Morton this week for two steps? They get the Mets and Houston. Uh, I am. Uh, it's a tough two step, but I am starting it. 100. Those two guys, I'm starting for sure. I'm not even thinking about it uh, very long, to be honest.
2: I'm definitely starting Strider because you know, you're getting the K's every time Morton. I might be a little bit more uh, trepidatious with, but I uh, chances are, I don't have a better option. And It's two stars. Uh, yeah, I'll probably do it. I mean, uh, if I, I could start miles Michaelis, mm, I do not like the cone <laughs> of shame um, in Colorado. I mean, I, and still live to tell the tale. I'm going to do it with these guys. Yeah, and the weird thing in Morton
1: is he's either been like really good or really bad lately. He's even like four or five runs or zero runs. It's like very little in between. But with two starts with Morton, I'm I'm just throwing that. He's good enough that he's just. I know the matchups are tough, but I'm, I'm no way I'm sitting those two starts.
2: Yes, uh, M. S. Hold Jose Miranda's corner. Yeah, I'm holding him. I think he's really good. Yeah, I know I, he's, I he's got some. Up ebbs and flows, but I think it's t- I think you got a lot of upside with that. Yeah,
1: one, right? I two eighty with eleven home runs. I'm, I'm I'm all I'm all keeping that. I think he plays a bunch down the stretch too. I'm, I'm holding yep. it too. Uh, some other quick, some other good schedules. I like Cleveland a lot this week. They have a uh, four against Detroit, three against the White Sox, uh, the Padres. Uh, when, you know, we talked about Tatis earlier. They have three at Miami and then four against Washington. Some really good pitching matchups there. Although I think they do face. Do they face Alcantara? I think they do. They yeah they do face Alcantara tomorrow. Uh, but they get four against Washington, and Washington is just a disaster right now. And the Giants. Uh, the Giants have four against Arizona. Always love that. Facing those pitches, they get three at Colorado. Uh, that's a really good week. And Giants starters are are always you know tough because they do so much platooning that it's hard to figure out exactly what to do. But they do face five righties this week. So the, you know, at least you know that you have a, a pretty decent lean on the right-hand side so you can start the Lamont Wade. Bob, I like Brandon Bell a lot this week. Um, so those lefties and the, and the Giants are a really good play this week, I mean.
2: Yep, uh, bad week for Wilmer Flores. On the other hand, though, yeah,
1: is JD Davis playing only against lefties?
2: Honestly, I don't have any JD Davis in my life. So, I, and the he's, Giants are so milk toast and boring this year that I haven't really paid attention too much.
1: He's had some big moments for them, but I think it's pretty much uh, pretty much strict platoon. So you know, he's not going to sit five games this week. But I think if he sits, he probably sits three, and that makes him really difficult to play. Despite yeah. um, you know, doing doing a little bit of uh, good work when he has played.
2: Well, the problem is, you know, it's both Davis and Longo. I mean, yeah. you got two right-handed hitters. Yeah, Longo so. hasn't played;
1: has been sitting a lot since he came back. Too, they just have a lot. They have a lot of moving parts there. Yep. Uh, let's jump into Fab. I thought it was a uh, more interesting Fab week than it has been a couple weeks. There were some pitchers, there were some hitters. Uh, let's start with hitters. We can just start with starters. I'm going to flip it around a little bit. Start with hitters. Uh, Vaughn Grissom was the the biggest name, I think, as I was looking through leagues. He was For called sure. up by the Braves straight from Double A. Uh, he was uh, he was been, been really good in Double A, both power and speed. Of course, his first game in Fenway, uh, you know, has a home run and a stolen base just to add to the uh, add of the hype but uh you know 14 and not just run- a
2: home run but out of the stadium yeah. home run
1: with a bat flip on it like that was a bomb yeah uh, 14 home runs 27 stolen bases hit well over 300 across a and double a uh, his has a, his hit for high average across the minor leagues in 2019 2021 and this year so like looks really good um question is a when does ozzy alby's come back you know how long does he have how long is his leash you know b do they play him does he you know get that first time up in the major strike out a bunch but doesn't strike out very low strikeout numbers in the Myers, like under fifteen percent. Um, how aggressive with you were you on Grissom? Uh, I know you don't have a ton of money in your leagues,
2: but like, how'd you feel about him as a as a call up this week? Uh, I felt pretty good about him because it's I, I, I do give the Braves trust. I mean, I, I, I feel like they've earned it there. That that when they've decided to call guys up, it usually st- it sticks. Um, that said, I am over whatever number of leagues that we're in so far that I've had the fab results from. 0 for five in in uh, NFBC universe leagues with scarf left to go. Um, I yeah I, I like him a lot. I just I'm not getting him anywhere. Uh, in one of in one of my mains it was I mean he went for three thirty one which was more than I had. Uh, someone who had been that was
1: someone who just been had some money and might as well burn it now.
2: Pretty much it's like someone I, I he's not doing well in the league. Uh, but you know what? You spend your money, you spend your For fab sure. however you want. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like someone slapped him in the reality. It's like, hey, you got all this money, right. you know? Don't forget to do this. But I, I, I can't confirm nor deny that, and I don't really care that much. I mean, the fact is, I wasn't going to get him. So right. the second and place it, was over 330.
1: 100. Yeah, 331. You know, he was going to win that bid no matter what. Mine was frustrating. I have. Uh, I've mentioned I have two leagues. One's great on offense. One's bad on offense. The one is bad on offense. I was in the 40s for him. Really wanted to get him. Uh, I was the backup, but he went for 110. He went for 27 in my other main, though. So like I could have. Could have had him there. I, I didn't really need offense there. I put a 22 bid and just to kind of, I was the backup, but um, yeah, I would have loved to get him in the league where I needed offense. Just, you know, you're looking for anyone with a spark of upside here for his last six weeks. And after losing Sal Perez, I was hoping to get someone, but uh, we'll talk about who I did get later, but
2: yeah. Grissom um, went for 45 in a normal bidding in my other league, Okay, which was still more than I bid. Right. Um, I only had 59 going into bidding, so I could have got that. But as we talked about earlier, I had a targeted bid.
1: Yeah. We we will get to that. Um, were you in? Were you looking at uh, Wander Franco at all? He was eighty one percent roster in the main event, seventy five percent in the online championship. The NFBC twelve teamers. Uh, some news this week: he's taking batting practice. Going to start his rehab assignment um were you in on that was he available in your leagues i mean those are pretty high ownership so he might not have been but uh how do you feel about franco coming back coming back from the hamate bone do you, think, you know he's not really a power guy anyway like you know we ha- i know he's a huge prospect really good player but do you think he's gonna work fantasy wise for us down the
2: stretch here that's a perfect question for you because remember how we were talking about how i've gotten religion on stashing and all that right I picked up Wander Franco when I dropped Tatis, <laughs> so I'm I'm a big dummy. Hey, if uh, you're gonna go for like <laughs> world elite
1: prospect, get pick up another elite prospect. Yeah, right? I
2: mean, I, what's it in Tombstone? Uh, my uh, my hypocrisy knows no bounds. Um, like that, that. That's how I am. There is that. Is that a recent enough reference for you, Scott? Did you get that one? Uh, I know what Tombstone is. I would not have known that that was from it though. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, think I, gotta, it's, uh, I
1: think it's almost a crime that Val Kilmer was not nominated for a Best Supporting Actor in that movie. By the
2: way, yeah. twenty-seven to fourteen, I won the bid on him. All right, so, that's uh, and that was in a main event. That was main event. That was Vegas main where uh, Maddie Wood is kicking our butts, uh, and then there, there's Bat Flip and Posma, and I'm I'm kind of trying to sneak in. I can see them now, okay. uh, but I'm still distant behind them there.
1: And the thought is maybe not this week, maybe not the start of next week, but maybe the weekend after he's going to be playing
2: yeah um you know and it was it was kind of like okay if if the league doesn't go aggressively, I will at least have you know at least at least, least i'll'll as a keep him honest bit that's what it was, really, and the league was honest and or dishonest on him. they were honest on Grissom, so
1: yeah, I'm trying to look I don't think he was available and he was not available in either of my main events. I would have bid there for sure. Um, he's available in one online. I'll have to look as we're as we're going along here and see what he went for there. But uh right. was not available mine. But I mean, that's someone that once he's active, you're slotting him in and playing him every week.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like that's is. a that's a
1: not like oh who's he face week, you're just putting him in the lineup. I think that you know it's unless he you know looks like a different guy. I think you're just playing him and you know, not huge power, but the batting average great hits the ball hard. Um, you know, we'll hit in a good lineup spot. Like that's someone that it's hard to find guys at this point in the season that just are automatic lineup guys, and he's gonna be one once he comes back.
2: Yeah, you know, and yeah, absolutely. And it's the league where, I mean, it's the position where I'm dropping the, uh, tat, you know, I'm, he's, he's a straight replacement for Tatis right. too. Yeah, uh, interesting. So. My third option did not get picked up, so I'm not going to say who it was, but I'll tell you later, but, All right. um, you know, well, it's a, but it was a stash that is a shorter stash and I saw him picked up in other leagues earlier. So All maybe right. people can infer from that if they want, but, uh, anyways, um, yeah, yeah. so we'll see what happens with that. That was the hitter that I got. I don't think I got too many other hitters. Oh, no, and in, in one league I got Joey Manessis. That's another guy I've been looking at.
1: Well, let's um, let's talk. Since you brought him up, let's talk about him. Uh, obviously, came up for the Nationals, has had a huge week. I think mean, he has five home runs in his first nine games with the Nationals. Um, but he's a power guy in the minors. I mean, he hit 20 home runs in 96 games in Triple A for the for the Nats. This year, another five, uh, or he had what uh, 15 in 2021 for Boston. They had a 23 home run season a couple of years ago. I think the power looks legit. Obviously, not five home runs in nine games power, but doesn't strike out a ton. Has been hitting the ball really hard. Um, he was an interesting guy if he needed power this week.
2: Yeah, uh, I. I, I Again, this is the I saw on tribu- tri- uh, Twitter, but I can't attribute because my pea-sized brain doesn't remember who said it. But he's basically this year's Swindell. Um, yeah, that's
1: probably a pretty good comp right
2: there. Patrick Wisdom or yeah. Brian LaHare, or maybe you can go with a non-Cub version of this too. But uh, everybody it, with
1: your Brian LaHare bingo cards, uh, you've won the game again.
2: Yes, again. It's it's. I keep going back to that particular <laughs> well. It's so fruitful. Um, yeah, but it's it, it's it's not Mr. Right. It's Mr. Right now. Uh, he's he's playing every day. And, and he, hitting, he's hit
1: hitting middle of the lineup now. I think middle he gets, lineup, I think hitting he gets bombs,
2: fifth uh, every
1: day this week. And he get fourth one day. Like I know their lineup's bad, but give me a guy hitting the middle of the lineup that hitting bombs right now. Like you said, Mister, right now that, that that works well. So the guy I picked up ahead of him is very much a Mister right now, and one that may not work very well. But hitting the middle of the lineup, uh, Miller Reyes yep. picked up this week by the Cubs. Uh, he was DFA'd uh, by the by the Guardians after his 30 home run there last year, a lot of people loved him coming into this year. Um, I need RBIs badly. I am really struggling with RBIs. My worst category by far. I don't know if this is going to work, but I mean, it's a guy that right, you know, has a huge, has a big upside, has a huge power upside and the batting average to be bad, but I can kind of stomach that on this team. Um, He felt to me like he was, he was shot that I needed to take and it may not work out, but you can see some real upside there.
2: Yeah. And it's, Cubs, it makes all the sense in the world for them to take that shot. I, this is a strange one, how the, the guardians just let them go.
1: Something happened there, right? Yeah. It had to have,
2: I mean, you don't just give up 30 Homer guys all the time. Um, but you know, it's, it's odd though, that, you know, you know, that they just, yeah, they gave them away for free, but you know, the Cubs should have been claiming it. This is exactly, you find out and maybe find out why you're like, Oh, okay. This is why. Um and-, and it
1: certainly seems like they're going to play him. I don't think he's going to like they're going to pick him up and play him twice a week. It seems like he's going to play almost every day. And maybe they see what they have and see if it is see if it sticks. I mean, it makes sense. I, I mean, he strikes out a ton, he's striking out a ton more than usual this year. Um maybe he's bad for 6 weeks, but I think they're going to give him a run and I think that they're in terms of picking guys up off the waiver wire, he came he came pretty high to me as a guy that could hit more home runs than anybody else.
2: Yeah, and yeah, again, like it, it costs you very little and yeah. you know, I don't know how much how much did it cost you in fab? 40 bucks. Okay. I mean backup yeah,
1: I, was uh backup was like 25 or something like that
2: okay that's a pretty reasonable bid yeah I mean, um, i've got
1: i have i'm look i have 240 bucks or something.
2: Like and that. the good news for you is he counts it as an outfielder now too yeah
1: that was huge i was the i i checked that like three times before i bid too because i was like are we sure he's an mm-hmm. outfielder are we sure it's not an i looked i'm like all right he's definitely an outfielder um, so that definitely helped the cause you never nothing
2: want worse there. than seeing like a default uh listing in a commission service and then you find out he actually doesn't qualify yeah. there
1: no i actually looked at how many games he played in the outfield before i even trusted yeah. anything else he had 13 games in the outfield this year so we're good um, yeah. i did not want the ut only there if I, if I could avoid it so it was uh it was nice there i think that uh i just i need home runs and rbis and he felt like the best shot right now uh, to, to get those things it might not work he might go for 20 i get that but um you know, rbis are not easy to find hitting the middle the lineup which is which is nice um what about uh, in boston uh, christian arroyo is playing every day somewhere for the uh, the red sox right now uh, i was listening to the red sox broadcast the other day and it was like the top Thing in the grid, so I just kind of had it on. Uh, they were really raving about him. He's hitting the ball hard, 43% hard hit rate, doesn't strike out a lot. He's changed his strikeout rate a lot. is 24% last year, 14% this year. It's 180 played appearances He's played a bunch. um I think He's a guy that uh, you're probably getting a little bit of batting average, not much power, not much speed, but uh, you know, maybe some counting cats. Feels like a, uh, a playing time play right now for me.
2: Yeah. Um, again, yeah. This time of year, you're not looking for the perfect player. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, you know, the most of them. If they're a perfect player, they're already on a roster. Yeah, you know, it's it's he's very playing, rare. To
1: playing every day and three eligible at second short and outfield, like that's really nice.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, he he's got a little bit of speed, a little bit of token power, five homers. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played a ton so far this year, but he's playing a lot right now, yep. and so you look at that and you're like, sure, why not? Made a nice defensive play to end the game tonight. Uh, that that always buys you a little bit more time. He makes contact too. 84% contact rate. Um, obviously it's not the hardest contact in the world. Otherwise he, you he, he wouldn't be like readily available to pick up, but sure. Why not?
1: Right. Some in the chat, asked, would you rather have Max Muncy or Von Grissom? I go Max Muncy, triple position eligibility and seems to be uh, locked in again in the last couple of weeks.
2: Sure. I can buy it. Uh,
1: Jeff, would you drop Tanner Scott for either Alexis Diaz or Jonathan? Hanez? I got to ask you, cause there's a Reds player involved in that question.
2: He has got like the five out save today. Tanner Scott yeah. blew one, but you know Hernandez didn't get Texas to save today. It was uh, Leclerc, right?
1: Did Hernandez got it yesterday? Right? Did he was just he was just like a, a workload kind of thing? It was Leclerc today, by the way. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, good question. In terms of like you know usage, I'm checking out the game log now to see like uh, he had pitched three out of the last four days. Yeah, so. I knew we
1: got the save yesterday because I was looking at some things. And he
2: he pitched on Friday and actually gave up two runs. Uh, and three hits, so he, he's probably like he was definitely down today. So,
1: and Tanner Scott got smoked today,
2: but Tanner Scott's been pretty good most of the year. Yeah, and in fact, didn't Tanner Scott have a four out save earlier in the week? Yeah, um,
1: he could have. I just know I just saw the Braves scored three on him late
2: today. Yeah, and that'll happen. Um, Michael Harris, who is a golden god, uh, had a homer yeah. and the stolen base today. He he got him. Yeah, um, he
1: had a, he had a four out save against the Phillies on Thursday night.
2: So, yeah, and that was the last time he had pitched. Now, Tanner, that's, uh, Tanner Scott, Tanner I Scott. mean, he's, he's fine. He's got 67 strikeouts in 46 innings. He does walk too many guys, 31 walks. So that's his problem.
1: Uh, I'm going to uh, go Jonathan Hernandez out of those three.
2: I think I'll go Hernandez-Scott-Diaz um, in my comprehensive avoid-reds-closers theory.
1: There you go. Never can't go wrong there. Uh, someone who is another guy who's coming back from, uh, from injury, Manny Margot in Tampa Bay. Uh, any interest in, in him on the, on the comeback here?
2: All right. Can you keep a secret?
1: Oh, is this the guy you were bringing up?
2: This is my number three guy uh- <laughs> that nobody bid on. So nobody <laughs> bid on him next week. Just okay, be fair, guys?
1: He was on, he was on the list to begin with. So it's not like I, uh, I was trying to <laughs> guess your guy. Um,
2: I, I, I honestly thought we we're going to end up with Margot. I thought we'd get outbid on Franco and that we'd end up with Margot.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I like that one. I mean, do you he was hitting 300 early this year. He was playing a bunch. I know the Rays obviously, you know, shift some guys in and out, but someone that was 10 home runs, 13 stolen bases last year, and you know hits the ball decently hard. Um, I think he's just kind of a, a fine play in a 15 teamer that, that that works pretty well. Yeah. Uh, we talked about JD Davis already. What about Enrique Hernandez coming back for the uh, the Red Sox? How do you think they work out uh, his playing time with uh, with Duran and all that?
2: Well, I don't think they love Duran that much. Duran seems to be like the. The mental errors guy, um, and not
1: chasing after his mental errors after he makes them.
2: Yeah, uh, and then, you know we just talked about how Arroyo is there, Hosmer is now there, so that's one less spot open. Uh, uh, I think you know, I think Eke Hernandez Well, I mean, you know, he might still factor in, but I mean, it's just it, they're going to have to do some mix and match, match yeah. matching now, and it's probably going to. And that you know they've installed Tommy Pham as the leadoff guy. Um, it's
1: been pretty good that, for them too
2: yeah had three hits tonight I think uh, so yeah I, I think it's going to be I think all these guys get squeezed a little bit
1: I do too I I, I had kind of picked up and dropped Bobby Dahlbeck and then he got he got hot for a while and he got back cold he's not playing a lot he's he's sitting a lot when when Hosmer plays it seems like he's playing his lefties and sitting a bunch of a bunch of righties I don't I think that's a really good decision for them I think I'd like to see what you get from Dahlbeck the last two months to kind of see what you have going forward make a decision on him and like, I don't think you need to see what you get from Eric Hosmer, but that's that's kind of where they seem to be right now.
2: Quick quiz, Hotshot. Shot. When's the last time JD Martinez homered?
1: I know he has nine, and it's been a long freaking time. Let's go uh, July fourth.
2: Pretty close, July tenth. Oh. He at His- the time he was hitting three eleven and slugging yep. four ninety three at an eight seventy one OPS. He's now down to two seventy eight with a seven eighty one OPS. So I mean, it's not he's not like utterly terrible. But he's just not hitting any power and
1: nine home runs and zero steals. That's two categories he is killing you
2: in. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean he's got 54 runs, so he's good there, 46 RBIs. I mean, those are fine, but not great. Like
2: not for a first top 10 round player, though, because you're gonna end up like 65 with that. He's
1: really hard to take out though. I
2: agree. Well, I, I agree. have him
1: in one of the online championships, and and my offense just keeps going down. I had like three guys like that that I was like, I can't take him out, but every week they're bad. And I'm like, I'm so worried about huh. missing the the six home run, you know, 14 RBI week that I just hurt myself. And it's, it's not smart.
2: Yeah. I, I, that's the other thing I was talking with Rob is, you know, good players are very ruthless with their cuts. Jeff Zimmerman is an yep. aggressive cutter. Phil Duceau last year, famously yep. cut guys early and it worked he out cut, well. He
1: cut to Grom and everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? And he was, he ended up being right. Like, Cut
2: Walker Buehler who a healthy Walker Buehler. Before those disaster starts in Cincinnati and Colorado, I mean, it was just not genius as list would say it was artist. I mean, it was so good. I mean, yeah. And the thing is, yeah. Like how long did we hold on to Nelson Cruz? Way too long. Um, And held on to in our active lineup too, not just hold on, but active. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's tough. Uh, I mean, you're
1: really, you're really choosing your battles here. Ripping on my boy now. No, you know? well I,
2: it's on my watch, dude. I'm the one that's creating. Hurts I'm, I'm making this problem. Yeah. It's uh, it's been rough. It's, uh, it, it's a
1: long time coming. There's A lot of uh, he's done. And he's I mean like six years through that, but it's, uh, it does not look good at the moment. Uh, in terms of other fab pickups, any interest in these middle infield average guys, any like Nick Madrigal or David Fletcher in your life these days?
2: If I'm really bidding aggressively on Dan Homs, I'm not even going to finish that sentence because there's, you know, every port in the storm for someone there. But no, I'm not interested. In are you a, Are guys. you a
1: magical guy? There's some people who do really like Nick Madrigal. I don't really ever get it. I think he's like, he has to be perfect just to work in two categories. And he has not run since he's been in the majors. He does have two steals so far this year. But man, I just, you're giving I think giving he had t-
2: one that was like overturned like oh, this last yeah. week, but. Who cares? You're just um, No, up. I'm you're, not interested in them. You're
1: flat out giving up home runs and RBIs, and it's just so yeah. hard to do that. You're just, <laughs> I mean, you're just giving it away.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to start them. Blah blah blah. Here, here's your Miles straw, sir. Right. Uh, but you know, I, we all we all have our you know, we've all made those mistakes. Yes, yes, just,
1: Delano de Shields is mine. It's uh, it yeah. still haunts me. It's just they hurt when they don't work out. Yeah. Anybody else on offense and uh, you know, Greg Allen had some stolen bases this week. I really didn't go there. Um, I think Victor Caratini is uh, pretty interesting as if you need a second catcher, um, he's playing a bunch for the brewers with uh, Omar Navaya's on the IL and uh, he can hit a little bit too. I know he's only hit two to seven, but he has eight home runs and only 200 plate appearances. He's kind of a playing time catcher to play, but uh, I like that. Is there anybody else that uh, you were looking at uh, this week on offense?
2: Yeah. Like we had like backup bids in on you, and Gamble and, Brian Anderson, you know, the world needs dish diggers too. Um, that, that's the sort yes. of type of player we were looking at. Donovan Solano is kind of interesting, yeah. Good, but he doesn't Good. play quite every day. So it makes Good it difficult. Part,
1: second and third, some mill and corner eligibility like that. Uh, Mike Estrowski has been very disappointing last couple years too. After hitting yeah. 272 and 297, he's now hitting the 220s back-to-back years. He's
2: kind of my guy. And then he wasn't. Um, yeah. I mean, he's just played himself. Uh, and he's got, he's played his way into being a platoon player. That's the problem,
1: and it's—I mean—it's—it's it's just hard at that point to blame the Giants because it just hasn't worked there. So.
2: Yeah, when uh, was available in one league, where I had to get rid of Tim Anderson. Sorry so to uh, interrupt
1: since you. Since you mention Red Hefo Did you see Byron Buxton's play on him last night?
2: Yeah, that was it's, pretty awesome. It's
1: an unbelievable baseball play.
2: Yeah, I got uh, love
1: like everybody's like, oh, the guy on third, you got to play the outfielders in. I te- feel like teams don't like make it extreme like that. Like, there's no point to be deep with one out and a guy on third because you're not going to. Th- you have to be in a spot where you can throw somebody out. Mm-hmm. And like he actually did it, he was there, makes a diving catch. A Otani bad base running, but like didn't think Buxton was going to be there. It was a liner up the middle. It's an unbelievable baseball play.
2: Yeah, and that sometimes you see players dive, and it's because they got a bad jump, or they're just they don't get there as fast. No. Buxton covers that ground and got a good jump and, you know, made the sweet dive. I he was, uh, and Victor Robles had catches this week where I was like, oh.
1: Yeah, that Robles play. I, I, I was not like Robles the hitter, but that Robles play was awesome. Yep. I was uh, I was very well-known in high school for timing my steps so I could dive for balls.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't know how to dive right. I can't oh, even do that. Nice. I'm such a bad diver. Oh, I, uh, I would so my, bad.
1: I time my, in games, too, I'd my steps just, just to make it look a little bit better.
2: You know, I, for whatever reason, like, all throughout my years of playing hardball, softball, you name it, like I can't dive right. I just don't know how. <laughs> and swimming, I wasn't even a good diver. But
1: there you go. Uh, let's jump into starters. Uh, but first, a note from our sponsors at the Blue Wire Network.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: We thank uh, we thank Blue Wire for that. Uh, starters Jeff was a little a little tough this week but there are a couple interesting names. Um, Starting at the top, we're going to go to uh, Oakland with the our A's, who uh, yeah. had a wonderful weekend in in Houston. They looked really good. They looked sharp. We're getting blown out of the water. Their center fielder's uh, puking in the outfield. It was a it was it was a great weekend in, in Houston.
2: Literally, did, did you yeah. see the highlight? I, mean, I, did. Did. Yeah. I did. I oh. saw the tweet about it first, yeah. and then I had like, to I had to keep they scrolling. They informed the home page umpire that the center fielder is <laughs> puking out there. I mean, oh man! There were, mean,
1: yeah, there were four thousand memes about what it feels like. to be a 2022 open athletic that just it just fit perfectly i mean you might
2: that's better than being boring i guess when you just raise it to the level of farce so uh it's uh maybe steps in the right direction
1: they were trounced all weekend in Houston, but uh, J.P. Sears, who was uh, one of the guys they traded for uh, at the deadline in the in the Frankie Montas trade, uh, got called up. And Paul Blackburn went on the IL. Uh, Sears came up a little bit sooner than probably thought. They sent him the minors after the trade, but he came back up when that uh, when Blackburn went the DL. Pitched this week against uh, against the Angels, uh, pitched well, five and a third, uh, three mm-hmm. hits, uh, no walks, three strikeouts. Uh, this is someone that has a huge, uh, huge strikeout rate in the minors. He was thirty-four percent with the Yankees in Triple A, thirty percent of the A's, but that was only one start. But uh, uh, I think, as I looked at him, like some intriguing stuff, especially from a strikeout perspective. Going to be pitching a really nice home park right now. Has two starts this week too. He is facing. Uh, I remember he's facing Texas. And Seattle, uh, one in Texas, one at home against Seattle. So uh, pretty decent on paper starts. The Seattle one might be a little tough, but I think that uh, those aren't ones you're running from. Uh, How did you feel about Sears this week? He was pretty ready, readily available.
2: He was pretty much my top starting pitcher, yeah. uh, except for Yogurt where Jamison Tyon was available. Oh, nice. But um, I, I got Sears in that though, too. I got Sears and Tyon in that one there. Uh, but yeah, my top target. Uh, and... Nah, you look good you know when i watched him when he was pitching with the yankees earlier this year it's like man they're so rich in pitching they could just turn to this guy and then send them back down because they're they're evil and screwing him no i mean it's just roster management but it is kind of it kind of does suck he throws like five shutout innings like you get your one day of major league pay or how many minimum days it is and back down to the minors with you and you know on one of those split contracts i mean i always feel bad for guys like that you know what did you do wrong nothing just you, you happen to be in the wrong draft in the wrong organization, so you can't yep. be in the majors on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, that's a it's a big money difference too. Like that's huge <laughs> it's, difference. It's, it's, it's a, the minimum salary in baseball is obviously a gigantic. Yeah, Sears is my top guy too. I think that uh, pitching in Oakland could be could be really nice for him. Uh, also, with two starts this week, I think we the guy we touched on a little bit last week is uh, yep. Chris Bubich in. Um, in kansas city uh been pitching well lately i think that you look at his overall line it's not good the era is over five the whips over one and a half but um he's had some good starts lately uh, he's pitched against the white Sox, boston and new york and tampa and has given up and toronto his last five starts actually one two three <laughs> two and zero in runs like those are some some legit matchups argue the one about tampa bay in there but you know new york boston the white Sox, toronto uh, really good uh, really good uh, teams he's facing there pitching a lot of innings six six innings or more in four of those five starts yeah um, he seems to have found something I think that where you know you always worry a little bit with these Royals pitchers like when's the next when's the next thing drop him he's at Minnesota this week at Tampa Bay um I was uh, he was right behind Sears for me but uh, someone that I didn't want this week too
2: on May 11th after a, uh, a, a one inning outing against the Rangers was using relief his era sat at 1283 and a whip of 225 <laughs> um since then, he has had a 367 ERA over 73 innings a 143 whip so that's not very good nope. and but his whip is now down to 156 so the overall numbers look terrible but he's been better lately and like as you alluded to in his last six starts even better i mean it, it, you, there's a cautionary tale about selective endpoints here of but course. um the fact and that he's lasts, doing like, it against good competition is yeah, encouraging
1: the good comp and i like the the walks are down the last uh, six starts too he's yeah. had uh, He's only had three walks in two of those. The other ones are one, two, or zero. Where you look at his his game long earlier, it's like six, three, 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 three. There's a bunch of twos in there. A lot of crooked numbers in the walks. It seems like he's figured that maybe a little bit. Uh, Like you said, I'm a little bit wary here, but uh, I do like what I've seen lately. And, you know, pitching has been uh, pretty slim so far. Uh, Did you jump into any Eduardo Rodriguez at all this week? He made a rehab start, looked pretty good. I don't think we know fully when he's coming up. It seems like he's on the right path, finally.
2: He was on my list of bids, uh, kind of like a – yeah, I, I, we're not going to use him this week, but we'll throw him at the bottom of our queue type of bid.
1: Did you do anything with uh, Kyle Muller? Got picked up or got called up this week, pitched well on Saturday, then back down to the minors. Kyle Wright has the arm fatigue, but they just have a lot of starters. Um, on Saturday, I was like, I'm all in on this guy. And then they sent him back down. I had to pull back. But uh, I, uh, I, I do like what I've seen from him. I just, it's, it's hard to pick up a guy that, you know, we don't know when he's going to start.
2: Yeah, uh, I didn't uh, because of that reason. I didn't um, either um i on, on saturday morning i was like okay yeah we've got dl yeah. hall we've got moller yep. it's gonna be all right dl hall got sent back down they said he's gonna be a reliever for the rest of the yep. year
1: that was that that was a quick like oh this is interesting i'm gonna research him to Oh, cross him off
2: yeah exactly uh ryan o'donnell asks about a couple other pitchers in 12s are you buying either justin Steele or aaron savale scott
1: uh, you know, I'm buying Justin Steele right now. I had him on our list talking about he's 41% rostered in the uh, in the 12-teamers in the NFBC just as a thing. But what I like with him recently is the strikeouts. He had uh, mm-hmm. he had nine strikeouts against the Nationals this week, uh, 10 against the Marlins. I get that there's two really good matchups. But then he had six against the Giants before that. Um, I like that he threw six innings last last start because that's been the thing with him. Like he had, he had a three-and-a-two-third right. and a four-and-two-third in there. But yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by Steele. I think uh, I like him there. Savali. You know, I think you're hoping he pitched four innings this week and looked okay. I think you're playing matchup there. They play, He gets Detroit again this week, and I think you start anyone you can against Detroit right now. The second one's against the White Sox, might be a little tougher. But um, I would throw him if I had him. I'm throwing him where I have him too, but I, I think I probably prefer Steele uh, the rest of the way. He's at Washington this week too, like really good matchup. They're going six-man, so I don't think he throws twice a week, but that means you get Washington this week and then maybe two starts the week after.
2: Yeah, okay, sounds good. Um, I have him in labor still. I've held on to him all this time. Uh, so, yeah, I've got some interest in Justin Steele. I'm going to double check to make sure I still have him. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that team has been just weird. Uh, just so many different uh, – so many so many guys have gotten hurt all over the course of the season. Uh, Justin Steele just – no, I think I, I actually might have cut him finally. Uh, so, uh, anyways, I, I, I liked him enough to roster him earlier. So, yeah, and Savali I'm not touching.
1: I'd go. I'd go him a twelve teamer. I'd go both in a fifteen teamer. Is probably what I'd do. Fair enough.
2: Fair enough. You know the Guardians are playing so well. I get it. Yeah. I just. I just don't trust Savali. I don't know.
1: I. I really don't either. It's, it's going to be hard to get him through five innings, which makes him really tough to throw. If he didn't have two starts this week, I would not do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ryan, I would check the. Uh, I would check the Cubs rotation as much as you can, because I'm not sure if uh, if Wade Miley's coming back into the week. So Steele might pitch Sunday. Uh, there's some thought that Wade Miley might pitch that game too. So if Steele throws twice, I would definitely prefer him. Fair enough. Any other pitchers, Jeff, before we move on? Any like uh, some of the young guys, Cole Ragans, uh, Tommy Henry. Uh, as I looked at both of those guys, I kind of just moved on. But uh, Ragans is a little interesting to me. Uh, he's Henry, a prospect, I
2: but I don't think he's really ready this year. Yeah. I think and I add good. him like in a, you know, some sort of league where you can keep him.
1: That was uh, that was kind of my impression too, and he gets uh, he gets one against Oakland this week, so I guess maybe that's the intrigue there as he gets uh, he gets to face the A's, which is a uh, pretty
2: much a layup these days. Yeah, it's not a bad spot. Yeah, Peter um, asked about Austin Voth, Rocks the Voth, Baltimore Orioles. Now, uh, what do you think about him?
1: Uh, I've been burned so many times with Austin Vote. It feels like every time I pick him up, uh, I picked him up a couple times. The Nationals, he blew up on me. But yeah, it's been, it's been good lately. But uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's been five, five, and five. Uh, I guess I could see it. Not someone that I was targeting this week, though. I'm just. Uh, I think I'm scarred from past national experiences.
2: Understandable. Um, he, he, like ever. He's, he's another one that's sneakily been better lately, and his over, yeah. no, overall numbers look bad. Uh, and suddenly,
1: but, suddenly, Baltimore was a really good place to pitch, which helps a lot.
2: Yeah, but they go at Toronto to start. Oh, actually. I'm not starting that. Yeah, and that's where that's what both get. So you get a home, you know, they get you know, same thing with Kyle Bradish is why I'm not big on him either. Uh, because he even though it's a two stepper, um, it's, I, I, it's home against Boston, which could be all right, but at Toronto to start, I'm not yeah. interested in that.
1: Uh, I liked how he's actually pitched and he's come back, but I was the same way. I kind of pulled back when I saw the matchups. That Peter guy has a has a picture there. Do you recognize him?
2: Yeah, I don't know. He, he, he's he he did well in the Scott Fishbowl last year. Now he's branching yeah. out into the baseball.
1: Yeah, he was the only wire guy to beat me in Fishbowl. I was still I was kind of bummed about that.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I think he not that you were tracking or anything. I
1: think he made the final week, and I made the second to final week. He did what? he did really really well. He was like
2: fifth overall, I think. Yeah,
1: he was really good. Like, he had an awesome team.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, let's jump real quick into relievers. Uh, but first, a note from our sponsors at Caesars. The weather is heating up. It sure is here in L.A., that's for sure. And so are the promotions at Caesars Sportsbook. Today, anyone who is at least 21 years old and in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook state can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code of ROTO15. That's R-O-T-O-1-5. The promo code gives new, new users a risk-free first bet up to $1,500. Visit Caesars.com sportsbooks or download the Caesars Sportsbook app today. And don't forget to use promo code ROTO15 when signing up. Jeff, I think we've kind of talked about some of the guys during some of these questions here that are available as relievers. I felt like last week was the reliever week. There were some uh, some 12-teamers where Ian Kennedy was still available. Rowan Wick had three saves this week. Clearly, kind of took the job for the Cubs. Like, he's it's clearly his. I mean, who knows how long it lasts, but he is clearly the guy. And I'd that, argue
2: Kennedy's clearly the guy in Arizona, yeah, too. I,
1: I would, too. We had that one Melanson came in, but he had been thrown twice. He had thrown twice in a row. He had to save again tonight. Um, Alexis Diaz in Cincinnati is about 50% uh, rostered in the 12 teamers. Um, kind of all guys we talked about last week, but uh, I think Kennedy was my favorite of the guys who weren't, you know, kind of universally rostered.
2: Yep. But wait, there's more, Scott, because oh. this is why you pay attention to what your league does uh in one of my main events someone cut sir anthony dominguez uh who ended up getting two saves this week it's him and not david robertson after all uh or at least i would say i wouldn't say it's all the time but i think it's probably the majority of the time it's kind of maybe it's working out like seattle's bullpen or tampa's bullpen or all that but i think it's more of a majority and not a plurality uh, and sir anthony dominguez is just flat out a good pitcher
1: really good yes
2: um, so I went after him and got him in the main. We, we did Tim and I. I, I gotta make right. sure I get you know, Tim never gets credit. I would say I, but it's we, and we really went back and forth and discussed it like, okay, we have to get him. We had him at six and we went in 13, ended up at 23. Could have got I, him for you told me that earlier, and I was surprised actually that he didn't go for a higher
1: number coming off this week where he had you know, he had two saves in the last in the last like four days. Like, I thought yeah. it'd be a higher number I, I on a remember. good
2: team, too. Yeah. That's a like it's gonna be maybe it's a tough week this week. Uh, you know, opponent wise, but they're a good team surging, trying to make the playoffs. Um Phillies, I'm gonna be watching a lot of Phillies games. I'm yeah. waiting for Harper to come back on that team. Take take uh, taking BP on the field tomorrow, Jeff. I know. Are you gonna be I'm, are you gonna tune in for the live
1: BP live stream?
2: Uh I know. <laughs> I will not, but uh
1: I think your point on how good of a team they are is really important because he doesn't have to get every single save to work out. Like if he gets right two thirds of their saves down the stretch. That would be really valuable. And you guys needed another closer losing Clay Holmes, like super valuable there. I really like that ad. I think that was Haven't really Haven't cut super. Holmes,
2: by the way. Um, I, cut him, I cut him last week. Did you? You're your Zimmerman style there. I, I like it.
1: I couldn't believe that they brought him in for a one run lead in, in Fenway Park. After all his struggles, I just thought that was a weird landing spot for like, maybe a three run lead or maybe a seven. I like, just felt like for all the comments and it's like, oh, you know, maybe Chapman's going to get the next save. I found it really weird that they found his next spot a one run lead in Fenway in a big game. I, I just, I, I thought that was a weird usage by Boone.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, trying, you know, figuring some of these guys out is uh, tricky on the usage part, but uh, I, I agree with that. By the way, Anthony Gelati was asking about start McCullers. Yeah, start him. He looked great. Now it was against RAs, against a team that had a throwing up center fielder. So um,
1: <laughs> he pitched, what he, he pitched yesterday? Was it yesterday?
2: or No, it was, it was yesterday. You're right.
1: It was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, the 13th. Yeah yeah uh, he looked he looked really good he didn't walk four guys and again he's the a's but i think that I, I we should have mentioned him in the fab he was he was he was taking a lot of leagues but where he was available um uh, he was he was my uh, he was my top bid i i, I, I had him on the online i think that he's one of those guys you just kind of start out there uh, i'd throw him for sure
2: yeah astro starting pitcher uh yeah. who's proven before yeah for sure and it's i know at,
1: at atlanta's not exactly the the matchup you want but i, I think i i would grab him pretty
2: quick yeah so that that Dominguez bid said, I mean, it, it cost so who are, who are your closer, Who are your closers are now? Our closers are Scott Barlow, uh, okay. Ian Kennedy. Who survived,
1: the, who survived the trade deadline and all that stuff really nicely?
2: Yeah, Sir Anthony Dominguez, and who knows what happens with Holmes? I mean, Holmes did get an opportunity this weekend. They they have, and and the, the it was on an ESPN broadcast made a point of saying that no, Chapman is not our closer yet. I mean, that they told uh, the ESPN crew, no, he's still got to earn their trust a little bit more so that means holmes is still viable did you bid on f anywhere was he available in any of your leagues uh
1: i did not i don't think he was available he doesn't, i don't think he's available main events but i did not uh, i did not bid on him i just uh, i think it's uh i still think it's chapman coming up next i know they said that but i think that uh, i still think it's chapman
2: i picked up f and al towers and oh and think, yeah AL League. that makes a lot of sense yeah i mean it can't hurt me now the annoying thing is i got outbid on sears so uh you know i i would have i really could have used sears more than i could have used the, the relief pitcher but whatever i was replacing spencer watkins i mean i can find something you know and not not too big of a leap to try to improve over that
1: and that uh the save he had yesterday was big for them the yankees have been effort that's right i'm talking about the yankees have been struggling yeah. he came in in a big spot to get put a couple guys on base but got out of it you could tell he had the big fist pump um you know you could tell you why not he had a he had a a rough outing against St. Louis, I think, early in the week when he first got called or he first got to the Yankees. So, uh, three straight scoreless outings for Efron. Uh, again, the big save uh, against Boston. Uh, I think it's a pretty good spec right there, especially with the the quote you mentioned about Chapman.
2: Yeah, so we'll we'll see. And if not, at least he's a good pitcher. They traded for him to put him in critical spots, so yeah. maybe he'll pick up a win.
1: Uh, a few news and notes before we uh, get out of here. Uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned Bryce Harper. He is taking BP on the field on Monday. Um, I think he takes BP, and I think he, I think he starts to get fast tracked pretty quick. I think you're going to get him. Uh, you're going to get him before the end of the month. I'm going to put on that one.
2: Your lips to God's ears. Let's yeah. do it
1: uh Luis uh Luis robert uh, we're going with robert i think he wants to go back to that but uh, left early friday with a sprained wrist it feels like it's been something with with him all year long uh missed the weekend it sounds like they're hoping to avoid the il with him it sounds like good news for next week but uh, that's one to, to definitely check on he's obviously so so good the the white Sox uh they do play tomorrow they play they have a seven game week this week so you definitely want him in there uh, i checked check that lineup uh, very very closely with that uh, with houston on monday because you're going to want to play robert
2: Yeah, um, definitely. And it's just more of the same if you've had him all year. Yeah, it's been –
1: in between that, he had that weird sickness that wasn't COVID, but he was lightheaded, and then he missed like Mm -hmm. a couple weeks with that, and it was during the All-Star break. It's just been a weird up and down for a guy who's obviously really, really good. Uh, Ramon Laureano left early Sunday with an apparent leg injury. I haven't heard anything more on that, but he's someone who has put up some stats. The one guy in the A's that's been hitting a little bit. Um, he's dealing with side soreness. Actually, they changed that uh, later on. So side soreness, um, I think that's a lot worse than leg soreness. Honestly,
2: it all stinks. But it uh, does. Uh, yeah. But
1: side soreness seems to just linger, and uh, it's oblique stuff. Never is never great.
2: And there's no 0.0, 0 reason for the A's to rush him back. I mean, nope. why did they not trade him at the deadline? By the way,
1: I don't know. That's a really good question. I would have. I would have. T- I would have traded him for sure. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know how the market was for him. Right. he wasn't—he uh, wasn't exactly killing it, but he was kind of warm right before that. It showed Could enough. Worth Jordan to, Montgomery, right? Uh, you'd think if so. I, yeah, really good outfielder. That can he can hit more than Bader. You know, Bader's probably—they're both really good outfielder. Bader's probably a better fielder more than I was a better thrower. Uh, but yeah, I think that I—I I sure, I certainly would. I—I'm I, surprised he has kept him around.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: Um, let's see. We talked about Wander Franco, uh, Franco nearing his rehab assignment, Jonathan India, Jeff, uh, hoping to avoid the IL yet again. He has a lower leg issue sat on Saturday and Sunday. Do you have any info on, uh, if you think he's going to be playing this week or maybe uh, hitting the IL?
2: He says he's going to avoid it, but he said he was going to avoid it at the beginning of the year too. So, right. which ties into a Twitter question. Joe G asked, would you drop who would you drop India or Paul de Young mixed daily Roto?
1: Oof. that is, uh, that's tough. I, not really appalled the young guy i'd probably keep india
2: he's been pretty good since the came yeah, back up
1: Hit for power um i think i'm keeping india barely
2: i mean if you need the spot for this week i mean you just missed out on a course field trip for the uh the cardinals cardinals have six games this week freeland marquez senzatella henry Baumgartner, kelly eh,
1: it's a it's pretty good hit. it's a pretty good hitting week yeah
2: yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, and the Reds have six games also. Uh, Philly and then at Pittsburgh, which India, seems pretty good.
1: India has been very disappointing, especially the hard contact. He's under 30%, under 4% barely. He's just not hit well, but I just don't think he's been healthy all year. Um, he's 21-12 last year. I think I'm I think I'm think still holding on to that, hoping you get maybe a spark here in the last six weeks. I think I'm going to India.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Reds – Reds play Monday. The Cardinals don't. So, I mean, if you, it depends on like when you make your move too. reds are typically one of the first teams to post a lineup. So look out for that. And maybe that makes that help guide you on your decision.
1: Good question for uh, from Anthony Gialdi in the chat. Uh, the guy that I was looking at, uh, Juan Yepez, uh, sounds like he's coming back earlier this week. Uh, Jeff, do you think he plays every day? They've been playing a lot of Lars Newt Bar since uh, since Yepez got hurt. Um, Gorman, Nolan Gorman's playing a lot of DH when they face righties with uh, with uh, you know with Paul the Young back and uh, you know Edmund. Edmund's been really bad by the way. Edmund's been sneaky terrible since like the first six weeks of the season. Yeah. Uh, do you think do you think Yepez plays regularly? I kind of think it's uh I don't know, like four out of six kind of thing, probably.
2: I think so too. I mean, Pujols had the big bomb yesterday, uh, today. See, that ball
1: was crushed.
2: He was crushed. He's at six eighty nine now. I, mean, I don't think he gets to seven hundred, but
1: wow, was at six eighty nine?
2: Wow, yeah, that's a hell of um, a
1: career.
2: It is. It is.
1: Um, and I didn't even mention we I mean, got Tyler O'Neill in there, but Tyler O'Neill's been brutal.
2: Yeah, yeah, he has. Uh, he has Dylan he has. Carlson's actually kind of coming around a little bit, yeah. but I
1: like I like Dylan Carlson player. I think he's going to still work out. Um, Tyler O'Neill has six home runs and eight, eight stolen bases. I know he's been hurt. But he still has 260 plate appearances. That is – he was 34-15 last year.
2: Yeah. It, it seems like this is the same as last year or the year before that or the year before that, but the Cardinals are a really good team despite getting, like, next to nothing from their outfield. It's it, really remarkable how yeah. bad their outfield is. And how
1: many of the outfielders end up being good on other places. Like, it's very strange, but – I tell you, I did not. I didn't. I Tyler Neal was not a target for me. I was always worried about the strikeouts, but I did not see anything like this coming. I mean, six home runs. I thought he was a 25 home run floor guy. Yeah, it it was a regress to what guy? Yeah, exactly. It was a not gonna go 34 15, but like he was gonna hit 25 to 30 home runs for sure. I'm shocked by the power. Yeah, me too. Let's see. Other uh, notes, uh, we mentioned Dustin May um, returning to start Saturday. We know that you want him to pitch Sunday, but it sounds like he's going to pitch Saturday. <laughs> uh, Ronald Acuna, we kind of talked about already, but he sat Sunday after some uh, exiting early with knee soreness on Saturday. I would definitely uh, check. That's a lineup that if you have Acuna, obviously you'll be checking and hitting refresh because they have eight, they have seven games this week. And they do play tomorrow against the Mets. We mentioned Kyle Schwarber already. Uh, Brandon Laos sat the weekend with a sore shoulder. He'd been back uh, with the Rays in the last, uh, last month or so here. Um, so another one to check the news on. Uh, Jeff, Trevor's story is traveling with the team this week. I was a little surprised by it. he's going to take regular BP. Um, sounds like there was no news on activation, but maybe he's getting a little bit closer. He's with the team, traveling with them, taking to BP. Maybe he's a little bit closer than we thought because I, I kind of thought earlier that might he might be right in that drop territory, and I probably would have dropped him at the time. It sounds like he might be back sooner than we think.
2: Now, had we known when he got hurt that it was going to be this long, we probably would have dropped him. But now that you've come here, made it this far, and now he's make, traveling with the team, well, I don't know. You already talked about how crowded it is in Boston. That's just one other element, though.
1: Yeah, so that's. Uh, but it sounds like at least he's on the progressing on the right path. Um, lastly, Giancarlo Stanton uh, nearing a rehab assignment. It's felt like, this one felt like it's been lingering for a long time without much news, but it sounds like maybe uh, Stanton is finally getting to the point where he's going to you know play three or four rehab games and get back to New York.
2: Yeah, Uh, you got to figure he's pretty much full time DH when he comes back, though, right?
1: I would, I would think so. I don't think they, I don't think they bother putting him in the outfield, right?
2: Yeah, how many, how many games did he play the outfield this year?
1: Uh, That's a good question. If you want to talk about the meaning of life, I'll look that up real
2: quick. No, I'm looking it up already, so uh, we'll we'll see. But uh,
1: yeah, Uh, he's got 38 games in the outfield.
2: Okay, so it's plenty.
1: 38 in the outfield, 37
2: at at, uh, DH. I mean, that's why you go out and get Ben so he doesn't ever have to play the outfield again.
1: And that actually reminded me is there was a there was a later breaking news on in New York with DJ LeMahieu, a guy that uh, affects me. I have him in uh, the main event, and he first, second, third eligible. Like, he's one of those guys that I'm like, oh, I always have LeMahieu, so I can move someone around. I don't have to worry about it. But uh, he's dealing with a right big toe injury. He sat out the uh, the game tonight against uh, Boston. Uh, he's going to do some imaging back in New York tomorrow. You'd never like to hear that. Um, hmm. That's what Aaron Boone said. So I'm uh, I'm worried there. Uh, Lemay he was someone that I will admit I was not super fired up when I said his name out loud in the draft in Vegas. Kind of like oh he lasted this long. He's triple eligible. Maybe he won't hurt me. Uh, he's been really good. 280, uh, 71 runs scored has been kind of his big thing. He's leading off in front of yep. the Judge all year is the but 381 OPS or o- 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 OBP. Sorry, he's been really good for them getting on base in front of Judge. 43 runs batted in, not bad from the left spot. 12 homers, you know more than last year. Uh, he's had a sneaky pretty good year.
2: Yep. Uh, He has. He you know, and this is kind of if you go in the way back machine to when he signed with the Yankees, you know, this is the type of season you expected out of him. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, pretty good batting average. He wasn't going to hit like, you know, you you figure, okay he's out of course field. He's not going to hit 300 again, but he'll hit close to that. He'll have some power. He won't kill you there. No, instead you had the happy fun ball years in New York yep. and we got we all forgot who DJ who really yeah, we is. Got the,
1: we got the three sixty-four year in there. That was that was the twenty this COVID year. But yeah, yeah man, I think it's just really solid. And in fantasy, you know, eligible, three positions, hitting in front of Judge, you know, strikes out under thirteen percent of the time. Just uh he's a he's a really good real world player for them and you know, mans a bunch of spots and getting on base at three eighty. I mean, that that'll work no matter where you are.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Some of the chat asked about Tyler Glass now. I would not pick him up. I think if anything, he throws a few innings in the last couple of weeks. I don't think it's worth it fantasy-wise. Correct. Uh the last guy I wanted to ask you about before we jump out of here. Uh Brady Singer in Kansas City. We so talked about that. him. And get, the Dodgers had won a million games in a row. He comes in there, shuts them out. Uh Six innings, one hit against the Dodgers who had, they've been scoring. They've been killing people too. It's not like they've had a bunch of one runs. They've been scoring eight, 10, 12 runs, uh, three walks, seven strikeouts. Uh, His last section of starts have just been really, really good. I know he had that four earned run start in there against the White Sox, but from counting that, you go zero, one, four, zero, one, one. Like that's one, two, three, that's six starts where he's gone one run or fewer, one with four. Um, Two of those had double digit strikeouts. He has been Really, really good last six weeks. One of the best pitchers of baseball last six weeks.
2: Yeah, he, he finally—it's like the light turned on, and yeah. the Royals failed to screw him up. Um, and good, good on him or them, maybe even 100 Ks in 98 innings. You like seeing that? He actually pitched three starts in AAA this year. I think that's kind of wild, though. But
1: they, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. They just sent him back. Yeah, that is wild to think about now.
2: Uh, but yeah, this this is a definite breakout season for him. You you, you like seeing it. this is what happens a lot of times, or at least felt like it happened all that that was the normal prospect proge- project uh, progression you, you you get hit around for a little bit right. take your lumps you learn from it and get better you figure out get you know how to finish off hitters yep. you know know how to set them up learn which hitters you try to strike out which hitters you try to get with weak contact and go from there
1: yeah and you got spoiled his 2020 the covid year was pretty good the whip was under 1.2 and the last year was just a disaster and I kind of think they're like oh he's a bust he's done and he's clearly showing that that's not the case. I mean, the WHIP's one one three, like that plays anywhere right there. ERA is what down to three point two nine. Like these numbers are fantastic.
2: Yeah, I guess there's some lessons here too. I mean, it, it, that and maybe it was like one of those you squint, you could maybe see it. Even last year, like twenty two percent strikeout rates, not too bad. Yeah. Home run rate was less than a homer per nine last year. I mean, he he did have a pretty bad walk uh, rate at nine percent. It's down to six this year. He also had a three fifty BABIP last year yep now that that's your high whip right there now it's a normal 295 and he's
1: cut, he's cut his walk rate from nine percent to five and a half percent that's obviously yep. huge for the whip also um yeah it's been fun it's it, you know we i think we he was what he was the first round he's the 18th overall pick um someone that we we were fired up about and then we you know he wasn't good but it's been fun to see him really kind of dominate and take over and today kind of put the put the put the, the cap on i mean you go you go six and he's one hit against the dodgers so you're you're doing work yeah Funny you mentioned uh, you mentioned guys who, you know, kind of big prospects who didn't do much. Uh, Brendan Rodgers has been good lately. He's in 381 the last 30 days, been really good for the Rockies, someone that we think we kind of forgot about, and, you know, he was just kind of okay, and then he was injured. He had 15 home runs last year, but uh, he's at 290, 11 home runs, 58 runs scored, 56 RBIs, he didn't run at all, but um, hard hit rates up to 45%. He's having a really nice year, cut his strikeout rate 4%. Um, he's becoming the player that we kind of were hoping for, like in 2019, or whatever it was.
2: You know, even the bad organizations are going to have some flowers bloom. Yeah, and I, I like this. Like as we much as they about,
1: as much as they try and mess it up along the way, yeah.
2: The Singer Rogers, I think you had uh, Reed Detmers on the list. You know, yeah. that's a guy that uh, you know has got turned it around. You know, it's been a whole malaise of a season for the Angels, but you know, Renhifo's had a good little year. You know, Detmers has had a good good little year. Good things can still happen on bad teams.
1: Yeah, you look at you look at Detmer's uh, since he's been back, nine, seven, twelve, six, six, and seven strikeouts. Like that is the key. He's striking guys out
0: mm-hmm. every
1: time out. There's no you. Know, every once in a while he had that. He, I mean, he threw no hitter earlier this year before he got set down. Like he had some good starts, but he had nothing over uh six strikeouts in from April to June. Nothing, not one start over six strikeouts. He has one, two, three, four, four of those already. And two others with six since he's been back. I mean, he clearly we discovered that slider. He's a different guy. And, you know, it's nice to see that he went back down, worked on his stuff. You know, it was like only a couple of weeks, came back up. And he's clearly he's a different guy right now.
2: Yeah. And the funny thing is when we drafted him, we expected him to have yeah, strikeouts. We so we you know, we also expected Patrick Sandoval to have a good year, and that hasn't really worked out the same way. But,
1: uh... It has not. The Angels are, uh, you know, they almost had the, the play of the year last night with, um, with Sierra almost scoring the inside the park 3 on walk-off. It was kind of a shame. Carlos Correa has a cannon still, by the way.
2: Yes, he does. Yes, that he does. That throw,
1: that that relay throw from the outfield was was nasty. I know where everybody's looking at, like, what is why is Nick Gordon diving for that with a guy on first as the tying run and all that, but um, oh, K- Carlos, yeah, Carre, that was a really
2: bad play. That was that yeah, was a really I awful. I get it.
1: You like you make the play, the game's over, but like you can't let the ball behind you no matter what with a guy on first as the tying run. Like that is right. if the guy's on third, yeah, sure, go for it. Does it matter or not? But oof. but Correa I and mean, that throw is just out of a cannon. Yeah. Him and him and O'Neill Cruz, my God, only O'Neill Cruz can just freaking
2: Not the best throw I've ever seen from that side of the field in Anaheim Stadium, but uh
1: <laughs> Is that Ramon Loriano, I hope?
2: No, it was Joanna Cespedes.
1: Oh, yeah, Loriao had the one where he caught the ball in left center and then doubled the guy up at first too. That was an unreal play. Yeah, for. but uh, the Cespedes, Cespedes one was the best yeah.
2: throw, one of the top five throws I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, Howie Kendrick at home, just like what the heck just happened? It's, yes. it's an amazing play. And like
2: he he bobbles
1: it, and he kind of looks up, he's like, oh, you're running on me, and just boom, that was an awesome yeah. play. Yeah, the A's have had some uh, had some good throwing moments in, uh, in 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 Anaheim for sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. Anybody else you want to talk about, Jeff? I feel like we've kind of hit everybody. We hit all the all, all the deep fab stuff, all the Tatis stuff. I feel like we hit it all. But is there anything else on your mind you feel like discussing?
2: No, I just can't wait. I just want to see more baseball. I mean, I do too.
1: I'm having I teams it, in
2: contention is fun.
1: It it really it's a little stressful, Jeff. It's a little uh you know when oh, when threat. things go, when things go bad, it's a bad feeling at night. I try and not let it affect me, but. Oh, you look up and it's like three for thirty-one. It hurts, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to be in contention. Both my teams are in contention in their league. Um, you know, a little bit overall too. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun last seven and a half weeks here. And uh, I wouldn't want it any other way. It'll be a little stressful, but uh, this is what we play for, and it's gonna be uh, be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to uh, talking with you about it the rest of the way here. We're both uh, we both have teams in the top. What are you top twenty-five? I think somewhere in there. Somewhere uh, in there, yeah, yeah. I mean, we both have teams doing really well. It's gonna be really really fun. Uh, it's gonna. Be, we haven't had a season where both of us were up there, so it's gonna be a lot of fun to, to kind of break it down each week.
2: Yeah, I can't wait, and I'll be sweating every misstepped starter and cores and oh, all yeah. that, and you know, and still live to tell the tale. So that, you, that's uh, that's the fun part. You and
1: me both. I agonized on Friday afternoon about AJ Pollock and someone I forget who it was, but uh, AJ. I sat AJ Pollock, and he had two home runs this week, and I just I don't even. I, and it's because Robert got hurt, so he played all three games. I was just I was just so disgusted by the whole thing.
2: Oh, I know it's gross.
1: It is, you're like, oh, it's two home runs, I'm never gonna get back. Like I wonder what that would do to my standings. You just can't think that way, but it's uh
2: there it's was a night, night I had three wins on my bench. I'm like, Oh god, oh. that's hard to that's hard to do. <laughs> I know it's like Jeez, awful. But then you, you yeah, I looked at it, was like I would have made that. I looked at the players yep. I had active. It's like, well, who, I,
1: at some point, yeah. yeah. You make your calls on Monday and Friday, and you have to you realize you made them for a reason, you're gonna get some wrong, but you just hope you get more right than wrong. And that's uh that's how you get that. But it's it sure hurts when you get them wrong. Yep, that's right. So well, thanks everybody for listening. We always appreciate it. If you're either listening live here or uh, on the audio version, we always appreciate that. If you want to follow Jeff on Twitter. He's at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Genstead. We will be back at you next Sunday night talking, uh, talking more baseball. We look forward to that. Good luck, this, uh, good luck this week to everybody and take care.
2: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming,